Hello, adventurer, and welcome to the Skyrim Book Club, the on-the-go solution for the busy adventure in Tamriel's coldest, far-reaching province. Let us collect the literature and lore of this great province for you and put it into a portable package so that you never have to stop fighting dragons, picking flowers, or stealing from shopkeepers when they aren't looking. With an ever-increasing archive, SkyrimBookClub.ca has got the story for you. Until next time, enjoy the book. The Legend of Vastari by Afwa, a student and friend, one of the most infamous necromancers of the Second Era. Necromancy is known to many as a binding of souls to a form prepared, or in some cases manufactured, by the conjurer. While technically accurate, the implication is that souls bound in this manner are imprisoned against their will with no hope of release. Further implied is the idea that souls occupying the construct are always sentient, the souls of men or myrrh, a fallacy perpetuated by the practice of animating corpses for martial or manual labors. It is this misunderstanding and a potential for abuse that led to the vilification of necromancy and the expulsion of Manamarco and his peers from the Isle of Artam. Enter Vastari, a student of the Sigic Order and contemporary of such notables as Venus Galarian and Manamarco. While Manamarco sought power through the direct application of necromantic energies, Vastari's purposes were far more esoteric. She sought a way to delay the release of a sentient soul upon death that it might be consulted and its knowledge recorded for the ages. It is to this end that she worked with Manny Marco after leaving Artaeum, searching for a way to trap souls, as one might capture Lesser Daedra. Believing the secret lay with Molag Ball, the two conspired to enter Cold Harbor and wrest it from the father of vampires himself. Together, they hatched a plan. With a brash courage known only to the young, Man and Marco and his followers held open a portal to the prince's realm. Ever thirsting for adventure, it was Vastari who entered its depths and returned with a cache of black crystals, the likes of which they had never seen. To Man and Marco, they were perfect, small, capable of containing even the most willful of souls, and apparently indestructible. To Vastari, they were deeply flawed, for enchantment was the only safe way to free a soul from their depths. Even so, she set about the task of reproducing the stones, breaking them down, testing them with a variety of substances until, by happy accident, she created something new. The first sigil geode. Clear as crystal, this new device was capable of holding sentient souls within its depths. But unlike the gems wrested from the Lord of Domination, it was exceptionally fragile and would only hold its charge for a matter of days. Once imprisoned, souls could be transferred between geodes, but applying them as one would a soul gem affected a soul's release instead. Vastari had found what she was looking for, but Menemarka was furious. What use was a soul gem that could not be used to fuel an enchantment? He demanded Vastari find a way to modify her creation to his purposes. Realizing her friend would never stop searching, and that further discoveries made with him would only advance his goals, she gathered up her research and left with Telekar, her husband, and a powerful necromancer in his own right. Together, they fled Manamarco's grasp, eventually hiding in an alien ruin deep within Valenwood. There, they lived for many years, as quietly as they could while perfecting their art. For decades, they had each other and seemed happy, until the day Vastari left. In the years that followed, she wandered the surface of Nern, exploring places of power. She visited Wayrest, Alakir, the Crystal Tower, and the Libraries of Dune, searching for some answer to a question that gnawed at her very soul. In time, she found what she was looking for and returned to Valenwood. There, 
She built a tower and took on apprentices, teaching them her particular brand of necromancy and furthering her research. Using her sigil geodes, we bound the souls of Lesser Daedra, postponing their return to oblivion as one might with a soul gem. We then worked on a way to manifest the trapped spirit into the world. Early attempts had unexpected, even dangerous results. Geodes shattered, sending shards of broken crystal into the flesh of our fellow students. Misapplied energies bound the souls of the living into the tiny stones. But as we studied, we corrected our mistakes and refined the process. Eventually, Vastari had it down to a science. By applying a sigil geode at the moment of death, a soul could be suspended within its depths. Through applied conjuration, it could be drawn into an ectoplasmic shell where it can be consulted at leisure. She wrote the Foundling Mage's Guild of her discovery. Venus Galarian himself came to witness her demonstration, which involved consulting an old groundskeeper who had volunteered to demonstrate the process. He was horrified when she bound the soul into her apparatus, and when the process was completed, with the old groundskeeper released and allowed to return to Aetherius, he was white as a sheet. Slowly, he stood to address the assembled students. He spoke with a vindictiveness and an anger none would have expected from his unassuming mien. When he was finished, he turned and left. Some followed him. None could blame them. He wasn't wrong. The sigil geode was a dangerous creation. Misused, it could spark wars and bring about destruction unheard of in our history. Vastari was undeterred, convinced that Galarian's willful ignorance would lead to his undoing, but something else would gain her attention in the years to come. A vast ruin was discovered beneath her tower's foundation, concealed from sight and scrying by the power of a Daedric prince. In time, she walked into those ruins and never came out. Some of us still await her return.